0: Beautiful people all around the world, hope you're doing well. Welcome to another episode of Operating from the Rams of Victory. And this is your host, Rube, all the way from Australia. And I am bringing to you good news today after a very long and much needed break. You know, we all need a break in our life sometime. We have to sit down with ourselves and think, okay. I need to just take a step back and I need to spend some time with me, with the Lord in the secret place. And I need to figure out about myself that what I want, you know, if you keep working and working and working, you're going to exhaust yourself. So you all, we all need a rest so i had that long big rest and now i'm refreshed and i can't wait to share with you what is in my heart today today i want to talk about our potentials we have tendency to get anxious and impulsive when we don't see things are shifting around us so i want to draw your attention that Sometimes things take longer than the usual. If you're waiting for certain things to happen in your life, but they are not waiting, you're waiting for so long, you you might be thinking, okay, what is wrong? Why things are not shifting? I want to draw your attention to one of my favorite stories. It is from the Bible. It is from the Luke chapter 1. Um Um, It's a story about Mary. When Mary gets told that you are going to conceive a baby and the baby is going to be born from the Holy Spirit. Now angel appears to Mary. Mary is probably having her everyday normal chores and whatever and all of a sudden this angel appears to her and he addresses to her and says, Hey, Mary, you know, my name is Gabriel, and I'm here to inform you that you are going to have a baby, you are uh, going to give birth to the Savior of the world, you know, and he also says in verse 37, not one promise from the God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with the God. So a lot of the time, somebody gives us a word of knowledge somebody gives us this positive word okay these are the things going to happen in your life and you feel deep down in your heart that okay i have this promise given to me i have this goal and i so want to reach to that goal and i am sitting in this waiting waiting room and i'm waiting and waiting and waiting but nothing is shifting for me was that promise was a lie. We start doubting the plans of God, we start doubting his truth, we start doubting ourselves as well. That why why things are not shifting. Let me tell you why. Sometime God wants us to wait. Sometime We delay things in our life. Let me draw your attention to the story about when Israelites were walking through the wilderness to the promised land. They were meant to finish their journey in 40 days. But instead, it took them 40 years 40 years 40 long years to reach to the promised land so what happened so their focus was shifted from waiting and longing and and paying attention to what god had for them to something else their attention got shifted to their fear um they think they're not good enough. They have been slave for so long, which means that they were so used to of this slavery, of this abuse that they went through for 430 years. And that was such a long time. And they knew nothing better. And all they were doing murmuring, they're missing the abuse. They're missing the abuse. They're saying, oh my God, we were better off in that land. So sometimes, when God wants you to wait, we start murmuring. We start whinging. Okay, we were better in that place. We we don't like the transition. We don't like because it is hard because it requires us to do some work. If you have a goal, don't just write down a goal, but you need to do something about it. You need to position your Heart to receive that promise, you need to position your heart to turn that goal, that dream to your reality. Let me tell you what Mary did next. In verse 38, Mary said, Then Mary responded, This is amazing. I will be mother for the Lord as his servant. I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have told me come to pass and the angel left her. So when angel conveyed her a message, she not only listened and received to to that promise, but she said she agreed, she made that agreement, and she positioned, she is posturing her heart to receive what angel had to give her. So many times we have this brilliant ideas, where we don't do any hard work towards it. We don't do anything about it. For instance, you want to lose some weight, you want to, set some goal every every years. So a lot of people would say i'm gonna eat clean i'm gonna eat clean eating i'm gonna eat healthy i'm gonna go for a jogging i'm gonna go for a walk and i'm gonna do all those things but you write down those things on 31st of december but in the next morning if january 1st you don't even wake up you have this idea. You are in love with the idea, but you're not in love with the execution, the work that it requires. You need to posture your heart to receive that promise. You need to posture your life to make that dream to your reality. So here Mary, not only she's receiving, but she's getting excited. She said, you know what? It is so amazing. This is so wonderful that I have been given this wonderful, Wonderful opportunity, and now I'm going to do everything that is required to make this promise, make this dream to my reality. I want to do everything to turn this to my reality. So, I- I- as the story goes on, she goes to her, she goes to um, see her cousin Elizabeth, and then she spent three months there, and and they interact, and she is happy. You know, she was only a girl, a very young girl. She is, um, she's 16, probably she's 16 years old and she's engaged. She's never been known to any man. Now, she never, ever... I read in the word that she would have said, oh my God, I am—I have never been with any man. And how is this going to be possible? She's only focused on the positive. She's only focused on the possibilities. She refused to see uh, the, uh, the other thing, the natural things that, that may make her feel, okay, you know what? but you have never been with a man, you're a virgin, how are you going to conceive a baby? She refused to see all those things, she's trusting the Lord, she knows the God is the God of impossibilities, He has given her everything, He has equipped her for this season, so I am not going to make that excuse that okay, how and when and where things are going to occur in my life, but I am going to position my heart, I'm going to posture my heart in a place where I am going to be recipient where I will receive this promise and I will work towards it to turn it to my reality. Another thing I'm seeing here, God picks the most unqualified people. In natural, this is impossible to conceive a thing. In natural, it is so hard for a virgin to give birth to a child. So she could have thought, okay, maybe what people are gonna say when they're gonna see me with big belly. What my fiance is going to say, she did not care about anything, what and when and where people are going to come up with those things. Um, They can rip her off. They can question her character. She was so focused. She was so focused on that one goal that, you know what, I am going to see this dream coming to reality. So we, when we set a goal, we need to give her 100%, okay, I am going to give my 100% to execute my idea. I'm not only in love with just the idea, but I am in love with everything that requires this dream to be my reality. You would see a lot of successful people. They enjoy the process more than they enjoy the destination. You know, when God told Moses that, you know, you're going to go from this place to that place, you know, Moses never probably knew how his journey is going to be so adventurous. Now, when we read the history, we read those stories, it's just breathtaking that how God was supernaturally providing them everything. When they reached the, to the promised land, the promised land was good. It was perfect, but that what made that story so interesting was the process, the transition. That they saw so much, good, so many good things, so much favor of God. They have seen, because they were doing, they were moving. So you gotta keep moving. You gotta keep moving if you have a plan. What are the steps you're going to take to turn that plan to your reality? Are you listening? I feel like I'm talking to someone. This is not a time to get confused. This is not a time to join the race when everyone is afraid. I I listen to people. Um, some people say, I am vaccinated. Another person say, I am not vaccinated. So... I, I even see people hating each other. You're vaccinated, I hate you. You're unvaccinated, I hate you. That's not how God intended this world to be. We need to be really, really mindful where we are shifting our focus. Do not waste your time on unnecessary things. You not Do not waste your time entertaining unnecessary, unrequired fear. This is the time when you need to be focused on... Your goals, your calling, what God has called you to be. When I was in my break, I learned so many things. One of the things that I learned, that blindly trust God and keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Do not stop. Keep moving. The love of God is so much bigger. He makes every wall fall in your favor if you are doing what you are required to do. If you step back and you don't see anything moving, it's not His fault. You are getting distracted. This is the time and the season to put full stop to the distractions. This is the time when you need to learn to keep moving. God is so much bigger. He's bigger than our imagination. This is the time to see the mountains moving. This is the time to turn your goals to your realities. I know because of the pandemic, a lot of people lost their jobs. Other devs I was hearing on news that 10,000 people walked just in Queensland. They're jobless. People are struggling, but I want to draw your attention that if you trust in God and ask for the wisdom that you, the equipment that you need, He is going to open a new door for you. I want to draw your attention to the story of Joseph. Joseph was born to a wealthy man and then he had a downfall. His brother, they tried to kill him, then they threw him into the um Well, and then they sold him. Then he had to go to the prison. and from there, he became the favor of the God, came on him. E- even when he was in prison, he was worshiping the Lord, he was w- moving into his calling, he was p- giving prophetic words to the fellow prisoners. He was telling them he was moving into his gifting. He did not forget his identity, who he was, what God has called him to do. He was moving. What happens? The drought came into the land and God gave him plan. He gives you plan, but it's your job to execute that plan. When Joseph executed the plan, he did not have more than enough just for himself or for his country, but he also blessed so many other people. They were doing trading God made him fruitful in the season of drought. God made him fruitful in the place and the season where he did not belong. If you think you are not qualified to do something, when you see other people doing so well and you're not there yet, rather than feeling jealous, rather than self-beating, just try to ask, God, what is my gifting? you have potential you have been given every single equipment you have potential to move the mountain but you need to know it that you have a potential you need to remind yourself i am i promote um an independence for women i, I love being independent uh, independent and i i i always encourage that um Every woman, every man should have education. They need to be equipped and qualified um, to make their own money, to be independent. Lately on my Instagram, I've been coming across so many songs. They promote these things that a woman, you need to find a man who has money. You need to find a, a, a person who can support you financially. My question is why? When God gave you potential, God promotes equality. And he said, you are equal. You are equal to man. Eve was created from the rib of Adam. And he said, she is your best friend. And she is the revealer of your heart. She's the first one you reveal your heart to. So how can she be any lesser? So I was thinking, I was first to think that, oh my gosh, this is so wrong. What we are learning what we are focusing on—that I need to find someone else who has a money rather than making my own money. Trust me, I enjoy the process of making money rather than having a money. You know, you can have money, but that's the journey—the journey that how you make money, the process that how to make money is more enjoyable. So I always encourage, regardless who you are, what your gender is, you need to be equipped and qualified enough to make your own money. So when you set some goals, you have equipment to execute your ideas, to turn them to reality. You have everything to posture yourself to the promise of God that, okay, I have all those things, all those equipment, now I am going to move. It is time for you to move. It's time for you to shift your focus from someone else's money to your money. It's time for you to shift your focus from someone else's success to your success. It is time for you to write your own success story. God, I feel like I'm preaching to someone doesn't matter what season comes if you have the right equipment you are going to survive let me tell you this if you have a right equipment right weapon you are going to survive not only going to survive but you are going to be fruitful so it is time for you to shift your focus and know your potential who who you are Regardless of who you are, what your gender is, you need to learn one thing that you have everything that you need to fulfill your dream, your goals in your life. Nobody else can write your story. You can write your best story. God has given you this blank, beautiful life, but He also gave you wisdom and strength to fill the pages of this blank book with the beautiful stories. And nobody can know you other than God and yourself how well you can write. You need to remind yourself today that, you know what, self, I am going to write my own success story. I'm not just going to make a goal on 31st, but I am going to execute those goals too. If I am to go out and run, I will run. I will wake up in the morning. Those plans and goals are not going to sit in my notebook, in my journal, but they are going to turn into reality. I am going to run. I am going to run um, behind my dreams I will be focused. I'm going to trust God like Mary did. She said, you know what? I don't care anything else. I am so excited that you gave me this opportunity. Grab the opportunities. God is the same God. He says, I'm yesterday, today and forever. And if he can bless Joseph and Mary and Moses and all the other people in the Bible, he's going to bless you too. Do you have a heart? Do you have a willingness? If yes, this is your time to move. This is your time to be the change maker. Do not just fall in love with the idea and leave him there and say, Oh my God, I've been waiting in the waiting season for so long. Maybe you're waiting in the waiting season, but you have not postured yourself to receive the promise of God. You need to be in a recipient mode. You need to have, you need to be willing to pay the price. Okay, I need to leave my laziness behind. I need to be able to take some risk. I am not going to put the fear in front of me, above me. I am going to move. You know, they say every business requires risk. Life requires risk. How many people know when they leave home that they are going to come home okay? They just leave. And unfortunately, a lot of people, some of us can't make home because of the unfortunate accident or something happens in a way. But if you know who you are, who you're God, it's okay to take risk. It's okay to trust Him. Even when the whole world is telling you that you are not good enough, just trust one person who tells you, you are more than enough. Blessed you are, Mary. You have been blessed with this